Hi, this is Jeff Payne, Associate Marketing Manager with IEEE, and I'm here with Maria Palombini for our latest blockchain podcast. Maria is the Community and Initiative Development Director with IEEE Standards, and she's here today to talk about a new independent research study focused on the state of blockchain adoption in the pharmaceutical supply chain. Maria, thanks for joining me. Hi, Jeff. I'm delighted to be here with you. Okay, so I've got a few questions for you. This study sounds like it should be really helpful for those that are implementing or thinking about implementing blockchain. So why is this report considered unique and groundbreaking? We have, we held an event back in June called the um, Pharmaceutical Supply Chain and Blockchain, looking at applications for securing and optimizing the supply chain using blockchain technology. And throughout the session, there was many great questions that came out, which became a baseline for this report. Really, the questions were all about what we would consider barriers to adoption or even consideration of getting into a proof of concept study. So when we, took, when we looked at this report, we wanted to put out a research study that didn't talk so much about the hype of blockchain, which has been a lot around prioritization of blockchain and investments in by sector. We really took one piece of the framework of the pharmaceutical value chain and focused on the supply chain and talked to the, th the key trading partners and asked them, hey, what is it going to really take for you to embrace the technology to move from, if you're in proof of concept or pilot, to really moving towards implementation? And really, we talked to all of them, and they gave us exactly what their feedback was and what's really concerning them and where they think the technology is going to work for them. Maria, who participated in the study? So, so first off, the study is an independent study, as you mentioned earlier. Um, the study was actually fielded by an independent research firm called Ipsos, which is globally recognized uh, for their work in research. And the study went to 300 qualified respondents. And by qualified, I mean people who are currently working within the area of the pharmaceutical supply chain and also who has some sort of baseline knowledge or a somewhat knowledgeable area of blockchain applications within, that, um, within those operations. So the study talked to 300 respondents who equally represented the key trading partners on the chain. So 31% respondents were pharma manufacturers, 34% were wholesalers, and 35% were dispensaries. And dispensaries are retail pharmacies, your hospitals, inclusive of pharmacy benefit managers. So it sounds like you got a nice even mixture. Correct. And that's what we were going for because these are there are other partners within the supply chain, but these are the three partners who are really the ones driving distribution of medicine. That's really great. So what are some of the most interesting learning points that have come out about this study? So there was a couple really interesting points. One was the most surprising from when I did the analysis was how far and how many were already in proof of concept or pilot studying a blockchain application within their supply chain. There was a lot of discussion that pharma was way behind. Well, there was a perception, I should say, that pharma was way behind on looking at blockchain. But according to the respondents of this study, there are quite a few who are already at proof of concept and who are already looking in the next two years to go into pilot, and those in pilot look going to partial implementation. So it, that was really, really an exciting factor and really good for the industry to, to keep advancing the concept. I think when we looked at barriers, there was no, uh, I think it was just a reaffirmation of what we thought of where a lot of the questions surrounding, you know, what is the, who, who's responsible for the cost, uh, who's going to 
uh, take ownership of the data? These are sort of the questions we kind of hear not only in pharma, but across the many verticals, whether it's agriculture or finance. And finally, I thought was really interesting was when we looked at who has the most to benefit from the technology, it was really interesting how these three different uh, key partners all pointed to each other, right? So they're all thinking about implementing the technology, but they're like, well, this could benefit one more versus the other. So it was a really interesting dynamic that we saw there. But I think overall, the most, uh, most exciting thing about it is that here's an industry that many people aren't watching that are really progressing uh, quite strongly in the area of adoption of the technology. So it's, it's safe to say that blockchain has gone from buzzword to something that is actually happening right now. Yes, and, and I think in the pharmaceutical world, I think when we look at how they're using the way they describe how they plan to use the application, I think they're really realizing that there is a lot of potential. And again, they did note there is some barriers, let's call them barriers, not roadblocks, because I think they, they overwhelmingly feel that the benefits of the technology far outpace what they would consider the barriers to the technology. So who is the intended audience of this study? First of all, the study is, if you're, in the, if you're interested in the pharmaceutical market or actually just interested in advancing uh, blockchain uh, adoption, the study's for you, right? So even if you know very little about blockchain or you know a lot about blockchain, this is where the uniqueness of the study comes back to again. We've really gone into the people who are making the decisions, who are taking project ownership and driving internally within their own groups who should, how they're going to advance blockchain. So it gives an insight whether you're a technology company developing the solution, whether you're in a pharmaceutical company thinking about is blockchain for us, whether you're a regulator or just someone who's really interested in what's going on with blockchain. This gives you such an insight that we haven't been able to get before in a, in a very concentrated study. Um, again, the study version one is U.S. market-based, so, but doesn't mean that internationally anybody's interested in blockchain should not be taking a look at it. We hope that with this study, we can eventually get to phase two, which is to look at either the European market or the Latin American market, knowing that their distribution model is a little bit different than the U.S. model. So that's why version two of the study will take a little bit of a different flavor. What are IEEE's interests in this area? Um, so IEEE is very much interested with our mission of advancing technology for humanity, is really interested in patient safety, right? Using blockchain technology as a means for patient safety. So when we look at the pharmaceutical supply chain application, one of the things we're looking at is combating counterfeit drugs. Therefore, when we, when we look at blockchain inter, being interoperable with existing systems on supply chain, whether it be a track and trace solution or other legacy system, we're looking at, great, how can we use blockchain to really amp up those efforts? And from that, when I say how we can do it is we look at building the framework for potentially a standard. When we look at the standard, we know that enterprises feel like there's a lot more credibility behind the technology when certain standards are developed. And so from our point of view, if we can advance blockchain adoption in this area of the supply chain to combat the rising global epidemic of counterfeit drugs, then this is where we feel like IEEE is at its best. How do people get access to the study? So the study is going to be published in October of 2017. Uh, we currently have an interest list if you visit our website, blockchain.com 
IEEE.org, you'll see uh, a banner for the report. If you click onto it, you can um, subscribe to our interest list. So Maria, once this study gets published, what are the, some of the next steps that our listeners can look forward to? Sure. So IEEE is going to be actually uh, hosting a workshop in collaboration with um, the HDA, the Healthcare Distribution Alliance Traceability Seminar, on November 8th in Washington, D.C. So the, the, work, the event itself, the Traceability Seminar, really looks at the FDA's regulation of the Drug Supply Chain Security Act and how to use serialization and meet compliance, and this is all about obviously securing the drug supply chain. Our workshop is really going to be built around some of the, the, the learning points of the study, and we're going to do presentations about blockchain and understanding how it works and how these barriers and how we can start educating on moving towards adoption. Um, like I said earlier, the first version of the study talked to the U.S. market. Our goal is to really start looking at international markets and how blockchain can help with those, those areas of compliance in the EU, Latin America, and Asia, and so on. Well, that's all the time we have for today's blockchain podcast. Maria, thanks again for joining us. We'll see you next time. Don't forget, you can pre-order the study at blockchain.ieee.org.